Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It is that blueprint, right, that we aren't taught in school. Where it's not widely talked about in family circles or, or you know, communities. How do you set yourself up for success? What's that first 30 minutes of the day look like? And it's so essential. I always tell people it is the foundation for anything you want to create in life, right? If you think about building a house, if you don't have a foundation, it's going to sink. And I always say people, especially business owners, entrepreneurs, anybody that's that's trying to do amazing things, they build this house brick by brick on top of sand. And it just continues to sink as you put more weight on it and you can't get anywhere. And and I know personally, I had had that happen to me so many times in my life where you're you're working, you're grinding, you're hustling, you're you're trying to get there. And you, you almost see that goal that you want to reach and then you can never get there. And it's because you don't have the foundation of habits and rituals. That first 30 minutes, you take control of that, you'll, your whole life will be in control. And I always tell people, you get these quick wins in the morning, glass of water, little workout, meditation, all these things. It's like jet fuel in your veins. And I'm 46 years old. I'm in the best shape physically and mentally I have ever been in my life. And it's due to the foundation that I start each and every day with. Welcome to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Universal Grace is a dose of personal development and spiritual truth to help you become the best and greatest version of yourself. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this raw and unfiltered transformational podcast. I know that we're all capable of becoming the very best version of ourselves. We just need to remember who we are and believe that we are worthy and deserving of an extraordinary life. I am here to awaken you to your infinite potential and inspire Inspire you to unlock your inner greatness and live your best life. You ready? Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Today's guest will be talking about morning routine and how it can change your life. His name is Jeff Wickersham. He's a sought-after morning routine guide whose mantra is Rise, Fight, Love, Repeat, which is also the title of his number one best-selling book, Rise, Fight, Love, Repeat, Ignite Your Morning Fire. Jeff is also the founder of Morning Fire Coaching, which specializes in guiding clients to implement game-changing habits for more energy, focus, abundance, and time in their lives through the power of the morning fire methodology. 
Jeff hosts the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast, and he's also a Tony Robbins Award winner and recently completed the David Goggins 4x4x48-mile run challenge. I really hope that you will enjoy this episode and take some, you know, good tips away from what Jeff is about to share. Um, In my own journey, I started my morning routine about a year and a half ago, and it has totally changed my life. I now wake up at five in the morning, sometimes a little later, sometimes 5.30. And the first thing I do is jump on my um, treadmill or bike to get that sweat going to, you know, to lower my cortisol, which is the fear, and raise my inspirational hormone and my love hormone. And then after that, I meditate. I do breath work, then I meditate and do some um, affirmations, reading, visualizing, journaling, and it has totally changed my life. So I really hope that, you know, you will take some really good tips from what Jeff is about to share. So enjoy. Jeff, thank you so much for being here with us. It is truly an honor having you. I've been waiting for this day. And um, I also, like we were just talking before we got on that, I've been tuning into your podcast and you drop so much knowledge and wisdom. And it is such a breath of fresh air just to hear you speak and, and hear the passion ooze out of your, just ooze out of you when you can tell that you truly care about humanity. And, um, you, you know, you're, you just, you're just a man of knowledge who wants to see the world. People do better. And um, I've been learning so much from you. I thought my morning routine was solid. <laughs> I, I really thought I was like, okay, my morning routine is, is solid until I really started listening to some um, of the nuggets and tips that you have that you've been given. And I'm really excited for you to share that with our listeners. Also, um, you, you share like daily strategies and tips and and that some of the most influential entrepreneurs use to start each morning. So, but before I do that, I want you to tell us why you began your journey and also the story about your mom. Yeah, absolutely. And and Nadine, thank you for for having me. So grateful to to be here. I hope to deliver energy, enthusiasm, excitement to to all of your listeners. And, And you hit the nail on the head right there, right? Just moving the needle just a little bit for somebody can have such a profound impact on someone's lives or someone's life. And and my story begins really about six and a half years ago. And I I spent about 20 years in corporate America, different jobs and and six and a half years ago, unfortunately, I had that life event that that shook me to my core and and kind of punched me in the gut, cut me at the knees where I lost my mom to breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And she had battled on and off for 17 years. It came back three times. And when you watch the woman that brought you into the world, leave this world, that profoundly changes you, right? Yes, and and yes. you question everything in life, the days, weeks, months ahead. I questioned what it was all about. I questioned was corporate America having me bound out of bed on fire in the morning? And, and after some deep soul searching, I came back with the answer that, that it wasn't. And I, I wanted to chase a higher purpose and, and move the needle for, for other people. So I transitioned out of the corporate space. I was always into fitness. My late mother was always into fitness. She taught aerobics for three nights a week for, for oh, wow. almost her, her entire life, as well as a school teacher. So I opened up a gym locally. And what organically grew out of that gym was 100 people would put in a 10-question application to come in and see me. Only 15, 20, 25, maybe 
out of that hundred would mm -hmm. answer a phone, email, text, voice recording. And I, it was a pain point and I couldn't understand why yeah. somebody would fill out 10 questions on an application, submit it, and then not follow through. And, mm -hmm. and it all came back to what's between our ears, right? Yes. Our mindset, our beliefs, our limiting beliefs. I knew I wasn't operating at a, a peak capacity personally. Mm -hmm. So I needed to up level my, my habits, my rituals. And I went down that deep personal development rabbit hole where it was mm -hmm. coaches, courses, podcasts, books, mentors, you name it. Yeah. And that's where I, I started to piece together the puzzle. And yeah. what I landed on was the four-step morning fire methodology, the rise, fight, love, repeat. What's that last 30 minutes of the day look like? How do you okay. set yourself up for success the next day? Mm -hmm. And then what's that first 30 minutes look like in, in the morning? And, and the rise, I relate that to a phoenix rising from the ashes, right? Reborn yes. each day. And especially with, with losing my mom to cancer, I'm, I'm grateful for our discussion. I'm grateful for yes. just standing upright. So having that mentality when you wake up, you're rising and, and you're reborn is, is incredibly powerful. The fight mentality, not only for your physical fitness, mental fitness, nutritional fitness, but spiritual fitness, bringing that fight, that dog mentality back to society and people in general is so important. I feel like it's a world full of walking zombies that are satisfied with good, mediocre, and average. Yes. And do you really want to look back at the end of your life and say, Oh, I just had a good life. No, yeah. you want, you want it to be extraordinary and you have the option to choose. So yeah. bringing that fight mentality, that dog mentality, love the third part, loving yourself, most importantly, Yes. then you can love everybody so much around you. And, yes. and so often we find, or we feel when we take time for ourselves that we're being selfish. And I actually love to flip that and say, it's the most unselfish thing you can do because you show up better for everybody else around you. And yes. then the last piece, kind of the secret sauce is the repetition, right? Yes. Repeating it over and over again. So it's hardwired in your subconscious. You don't have to think about it. It's part of your daily daily habits and routines. And, and that's what I've been eat, sleeping and breathing for, for about the past four years now. Wow, what a beautiful and passionate story. Like I have goosebumps on my skin because um, I, I believe that a lot of times when we face trauma, in our lives. Like you went through losing your mom. That's traumatic. It forces us still to really reflect on, really think on who am I? Why am I here? Why are certain things happening? And it really forces us to either um, just disappear and get even more, I guess, miserable, or it forces us to level up and, and take our lives to the next level. And that's what you did. And it is so powerful to see that, you know, what you're doing now. And I want to talk a little bit about your book. I've been, re I've read many personal development books because I'm really into growing myself on a daily basis. And um, I've read a lot of books by some of the best authors in the world. And I'm currently reading a book right now. And it is really a good book. And I usually try to read at least a book a week. Um, I haven't been doing that now for a while because... <laughs> It's just, you know, with having a six-year-old and homeschooling, it's, it, it gets pretty challenging. So I'm trying to at least do a book a month. So I, am, I, am, I started reading your book and I couldn't put it down. It is filled with so much stories 
and so much tips and so much nuggets and it's so inspiring and filled with so much knowledge and 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 you know strategies so can you please share with our listeners what your book is about yeah so i i talked a little bit about that morning fire four-step blueprint that's what it is it's it's the rise fight love repeat that's the title of the book ignite your morning fire it's out on on amazon either kindle or uh, paperback and it is that blueprint right that we aren't taught in school where it's not widely talked about in family circles or or communities how how do you set yourself up for success at night and then then what's that first 30 minutes of the day look like and it's so essential i always tell people it is the foundation for anything you want to create in life, right? If you think about building a house, if you don't have a foundation, it's going to sink. And I always say people, especially business owners, entrepreneurs, anybody that's that's trying to do amazing things, they build this house brick by brick on top of sand. And it just continues to sink as you put more weight on it and you can't get anywhere. And, and I know personally, I had had that happen to me so many times in my life where you're you're working you're grinding you're hustling you're you're trying to get there and you you almost see that goal that you want to reach mm-hmm. and then you can never get there and it's because you don't have the foundation of habits and rituals and that first 30 minutes you take control of that you'll your whole life will be in control and i always tell people you get these quick wins in the morning glass of water little workout meditation all these things it's like jet fuel in your veins. And I'm 46 years old. I'm in the best shape physically and mentally mm-hmm. I've ever been in my life. And it's due to the foundation that I start each and every day with. Yes, totally agree. 100% agree. Um, your morning rituals and habits sets the tone for the day and doing it continuously. It's hard in the beginning. <laughs> it's, it's really difficult, but doing it continuously allows you to really see the shift that you're seeking. And also you share a lot of stories in your book. You're a great storyteller and um, you know, your stories are very inspiring. Share with, share with us why you use storytelling in your books. It, it allows people to connect with you at a deeper level, right? We, we all love movies and, and stories. And, and when you share personal experiences, when you're authentic, when you're vulnerable about your trials and tribulations, it allows you to connect better. And, and it allows you to be in conversations that people are already having in their minds because we all have those, those same conversations. Am I good enough? Am I worthy? Mm. And, and, it's just figuring out how to battle through those, how, how some strategies can set you up for success. And, and I love stories. So I, I uh, luckily I had a great editor who helped me through the, uh, you know, the, the book creation process, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm so, so incredibly happy and proud. And it's kind of crazy that I did this last year because my late mother was a reading teacher and she mm-hmm. loved books. And mm-hmm. I knew she was probably looking down saying, you son of a gun, I can't believe you published <laughs> the book because she would have loved it, but I, I'm sure yes. she, she was watching over me. So stories are incredibly powerful and you remember stories more than you remember just facts, right? So, yes. so that's, that's why it's so incredibly power, powerful to relate that way. Yes, and I, I also believe that, you know, when we hold our stories back, when we overcome a certain um, trauma or difficulties in our life. And, you know, we're now at a different space like you are. It's so important to share that story with hopes of helping other people who are going through similar, um, 
you know, similar trauma or similar, similar difficulties to pull them up. It would be so a disservice to humanity to hold our stories back and not share it with the world. Um, yeah. So like, I want to go back to our morning routine. Um, okay. yeah. So you're a big champion of morning habits and why do you think everyone should have a morning routine? Because I mean, one, I, back to the point I, I said earlier, foundation for success, but two, it's a, so many people suffer from a lack of control in their life. It's why anxiety, depression, stress are at all time highs, right? Because they wake up in the morning and they don't know exactly what they should tackle mm. to wake up physically, spiritually, mentally, all those pieces. And instead they go to their phones or they mm. watch the news and the news, social media, it, it's very toxic and it, mm -hmm. it's very negative and, and they do that for, for a reason. So imagine starting your day off where you're, you're watching the news and, and mm. all the, the negative things that are put yeah. out there, it's going to spiral you down that path towards negativity. And yeah. I always say, I always say you have a choice when you wake up, it's going to be a great day or a bad day. And that's a choice you consciously, you consciously have the power to make and people give up that power. Yeah. And they don't take control. And then they have a crappy day. They flop on the couch, exhausted, stressed with nothing left. And then they wonder, how am I going to do this again tomorrow? And that's, it's playing defense yes. versus offense. And I have two sons, soon to be 13, 11. I've coached oh. them in basketball. Yeah. I love, I've coached sports for many years. It's like that defensive stance in basketball where your knees are bent, you're bent at the hips, your quads are burning. That's how so many people play their days out. And they yes. wonder why they're just so spent at the end of the day with nothing left because you're giving complete control to everything else in life. And that's why anxiety, stress, depression, they're, they're such a battle for people. Yes. And it's incredible to watch when people yes. make that change. That is so true. I stopped watching TV back, the news back in 2013 because I realized that it's strategically put into place to lower our, our frequency and, and, and put us in a state of fear where we're always thinking someone or something is doing something to us and keep, and keep us in a victim mentality. But I think a lot of people really are not even aware of what's going on in that sense. You know, it's, they're just so caught up in that hab habit of routine and routine of doing the same thing every morning getting out of bed, turning on the news to see what's going on for the day, what events, you know, and they're not really thinking that this is really harming them. Because if they really think that, I don't think they would truthfully know that it, this is something that is potentially, not even potentially, it is poisoning their mind. And I really don't think that they would continue that. A lot of people are just really unaware of who they are and how their mind works. And right? I, I love that you bring up awareness, right? And, and I am such a fan of awareness because so many people aren't aware of negativity mm -hmm. and how negative emotions, negative experiences how the monkey brain, the caveman brain, whatever you want to call it, yes. amplifies it, right? Mm -hmm. So anybody listening, when you have something negative ha happen, the caveman brain says that it's a saber-toothed tiger out there ready to kill you. So it invokes the fight or flight response. It amplifies mm -hmm. those negative 
experiences eight to nine to 10 times more than a positive, positive experience. So mm-hmm. that's why you get fixate on it and it should, can just poison you. And I, I remember years ago, and I love when things happened in the past and I can connect the dots, you know, looking back, my wife went out with all of her girlfriends one night. She came back. I said, how was your night? She said, oh, it was fantastic. But one girl said one thing to me and it ruined my night. And that was the negativity bias, right? The mind mm-hmm. fixated on it, yeah. thought, saw it as a threat. Well, yes. it's, it's just somebody's words. It's not, you're, you're not in a life or death situation. That's not your reality. Yeah. But the mind still interprets it that way. So you don't, if you don't have an awareness of that, yes, it's, it's incredibly difficult. So imagine feeding your mind, right? Yes. In the morning, news, killings, you know, rapes, what, what a COVID, whatever it might be, you're, you're going to start down that negative path. So awareness is, is just so critical in, in the overall process and really the first step. Yes, yes, 100% agree. Um, Your habits have really changed your life um, for for the good, for the better. Can you share with our listeners like how your life has changed? What type of changes have you seen? And basically just how it's been changed. So when I started the journey four and a half, five years ago, because I was working on myself first, right? Mm -hmm. And, And I had to make sure it worked for me. And then I kind of went out and, and test case, you know, some beta tests on, on some other folks saying, hey, you want to want to take a look at this. And I would say from a health, wellness, spiritual, mental perspective, it, it's just off the charts. I mean, I'm, I'm typically up either four, four to 5 a.m., five days a week, mm-hmm. and I'm still at 7.30, have, have energy. And, and it's mm-hmm. amazing to see the difference from yes. a from a meditation perspective, the mindset, I, I just a mm-hmm. couple, couple weeks ago, I hit 1300 straight days of at least mm-hmm. 10 minutes of meditation. I'm, oh, calm. Wow. Yeah. I'm more calm. I'm more grounded. I have more patience. You know, I, I used to drive and, and somebody would be driving slow and it would annoy me. Now I just, I kind of, kind of let it go because there, there, there are bigger things in the world than, yeah. you know, get into a place. So totally, totally transformed, not only my life, but now I meditate with my sons before school. I I guide them in what I'm doing. They set yearly goals this year, right? Push-ups, jump shots, hitting on a roll. And I'm just giving a gift to them that now I think about them in their 40s, they're going to have 30 years of meditation. I mean, imagine how powerful. So, you know, it it was not only about myself, but also leading leading my family. And that's been a tremendous, uh, tremendous win. I like that getting them getting them set up for success mentally, spiritually, emotionally, because, you know, uh, the mind is where it all starts. So until we, you know, win the battle of the mind, then... It truly is. And I, I was just shooting hoops with my oldest son the other day, yesterday, mm-hmm. and he was getting down on himself. I, I'm just not good enough. And we, after, afterwards, we take a little time and he came in and talked to me. He said, you know, mm-hmm. I said, I told him, I said, you have, you have two voices, one, the positive voice on, on your shoulder. The other shoulder is a negative mm-hmm. voice. And, and he said, yeah, it's my negative voice. And, and his name's Jack Jackson. What mm-hmm. we call his negative voice, Jackie. And Jackie mm-hmm. likes to say, you're not good enough. I said, you know, punch Jackie in the face or tell him to go sit in the corner because <laughs> like you are good enough. Yes. And, 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 and it's just being able to teach them both what I yes. have learned through my experiences and, and just share it with others is just extremely fulfilling. 
Yes, I'm glad that you mentioned that as well. You have two voices, a negative and a positive, because in your book, you talked about the RAS, the, I think it's called the reticular activating system. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> where um, it, you know, when it's activated, it focuses on what's important and it creates like a filter. And um, can you share, can you go in, because I think it ties into what you just said, if what you focus is on expand and this REA system has a lot to, to, um, to, to do with it. So can you talk a little bit about that? And, and it absolutely has such a critical piece to the puzzle because if you've ever bought a car, you've probably experienced it, right? You, you yes. bought a car, all of a sudden you see that car everywhere on the road and you're like, was there a huge sale or something that I didn't know about? <laughs> yes. No, there, there wasn't. Your mind is now open to bringing those into your viewpoint because our, our mind is a filter. There is no way we could see everything that is coming our way throughout the day right? And the mind has a limited capacity. Yes. So it is filtering only on a thing. So if you focus on the negative, you're going to see more, more negative. Mm. If you focus on the positive, you're going to see more positive. So however you can do it, visual reminders, a vision board, notes, whatever it is, the more you say those things, the more you see them, the more your mind is going to be open to finding those and not filtering them out, but mm -hmm. making them in, in viewpoint. And uh, there's an interesting app I've been using lately. I had the, the woman on my podcast. It's a subliminal vision board. And I said, all right, I'm going to try this out. It's an app. You can put pictures in there mm -hmm. and it basically flashes and you can record your own voice. And I said, all right, I was going to have her on my I podcast like mm -hmm. two days after or two days forward. So I said, all right, let me download and try it and see. And when I was growing up, I always wanted a Range Rover, probably not the car I want, but I said, all right, I'm going to try this. Mm -hmm. Well, it flashed up. I have seen more Range Rovers driving than I ever thought were ever on the road. So wow. there is absolutely the power of that RAS system. And if you can leverage it for anything you want, you want, yes. more, cli you want more clients, you write down your ideal client, show some pictures of them. Yes. You, want, you want a boyfriend, girlfriend. Yes. Write down your ideal client, what they look like. Your mind's going to be then open to seeing those people. Yes. It's, so it's so incredibly powerful. And it does the opposite as well. If you focus on what you don't want, then you'll you'll see exactly what you don't want. So why not use the power of choice? Because we we you know that's something. The power of choice is so powerful. But a lot of us, a lot of people, don't realize that you know you can choose to be in a certain vibration feeling negative and low, or you can choose to see the positive. And it all comes from being grateful, right? Because there's always something to be grateful for, but our mind is so conditioned to see what's not working. And I find myself at times when I get frustrated at my six-year-old, you know, thinking of all the things that I could, you know, that I shouldn't be saying to him and <clears throat> sit down and, you know, just always saying things. And, and I, I have to like get back to, and I have, I, don't like to use the word have to I choose to get back to myself and I said there's so much things to be grateful for focus on focus on what you have I constantly remind myself because it's the journey of the mind will always come back that ego will always come back and show you what is not working so I love how you spoke about the REA system it was an eye-opener I've seen it before I've known about it but I haven't really sat down to really 
you know, under, understand really how it works until I read it in your book yesterday. So thank you so much. You, morning habits, we talked about morning habits. It sets the tone for the day. However, there are times when some of us, you know, just as the day progresses, we feel unmotivated and we feel like, oh, you know, yes, I woke up this morning with fire. Um, for me, I, I have a morning routine where I get up in the morning. I first thing I do is exercise and get that sweat going to, you know, to lower my cortisol, <clears throat> excuse me. And then I um, take a shower, meditate, journal, you know, visualize affirmations. I do all of that. And for the, the first half of the day, I feel amazing. But then around like three, four-ish, I feel my energy level, you know, kind of not as fiery as it used to, as, as, as it is in the beginning. What type of habits and routines do you have for like the evenings, for like the second half of the day to keep that fire going and, and you know, being that, that mindset of um, feeling motivated? Yeah, and, and Nadine, I would say we're all in a similar boat, right? I have dips in, in energy levels throughout mm -hmm. the day. One of the things I love is exercising throughout the day, and it can be air mm -hmm. squats. I'm doing a 100,000 push-up challenge this year where I'm going to get 100,000 push-ups in. So before your podcast, I did 30 push-ups. Wow. And, and when, you, when you move the body, yes. the blood flows, you, you, you get that endorphin release, right? And, yes. and I just read in a book recently that the the most commonly produced endorphin in the body is a hundred times more powerful than morphine. Oh, so think, wow. of, think about that. Right. And, and we have it internally inside yes. of us. So I love to move or just get out in, in the sunlight a little bit. If I feel that dip, mm -hmm. take a little break. Uh, I love to scream and, and just get a little uh, vigor going because so often we, we don't change our states. We don't, we don't, get a power boom or a yell going, yes, right? Yes. I love that. So when you feel those dips, those are just a couple of things you can do, right? Do okay. some exercising, move around a bit. Yes. Scream a little bit, go outside, get in the yes. sunlight. If you have sunlight available yes. and, and, and that'll keep your energy level up. It'll give you a little break, but it'll also change your state because what's happened is you, you, you're, you're kind of going through and, and we all get tired, right? And mm -hmm. that's, that's just the, the, the reality of it. But once you, once you move, once you scream, once you get outside, it, you'll be back to that state and you'll say, okay, I, I've got some more in me. Yes, I, I really do agree. I started exercising at nights and I'm doing um, calisthenics <laughs> like around five, six o'clock and I see the difference. Um, so I really agree with you that exercise, exercise helps to raise your vibration and put you in a better um, state of mind. So how do you prepare for success the night before? So anything that you can do at night so you don't need to think about in the morning is just is just vital. And, and I also like to take in and, and throw gratitude towards what I accomplished in the day. We're, we're the only species on the planet that is beats ourselves up over and over again for the things we didn't do yesterday, two weeks ago, two months, two years ago, right? So yes. being grateful for the progress you made personally or professionally, writing something down that, that you are thankful that, that you accomplished is, is always a good way to end your day because mm. then you're going to have that feeling of accomplishment, not like that, that feeling of, oh, I procrastinated on this or this didn't get done or didn't go down my way. So that'll keep you in that state. Uh, and then I prepare for, for my morning and it's glass of water out poured with some sea salt in it. And people always say, 
why should I have my glass of water out and ready? And I said, well, that's the first thing you should do in the morning because you're dehydrated, right? We're, we're yes. made so much of water. Yeah. And we, the longest period we go without water is at night. So drinking yeah. a full glass of water and they say, well, why can't I just get one? And I always say, what happens if you go downstairs you go to the cabinet and there's no clean glasses? You go to the dishwasher, somebody forgot to turn the dishwasher on. That's the mind's first chance to say, you know what? This is too hard. Just go back to bed. Yes. And the mind throws that up all day long. It will steer you towards that easy and safe path. So glass of water, things prepared, knowing exactly what you're going to do right when you wake up. That's how you prepare to wake up in control and yes. to choose that, that positive and that successful path. That is amazing. I like that. And I like how you say to write down your wins for the day. That's something that I haven't been doing. And I have the tendency to be so hard on myself, especially if I have goals for the day that I want to accomplish. And then I'm going down my list and some of them are not checked off. Then I really feel down like, oh my gosh, can't believe this didn't happen. So I like that about writing down because we, we tend to really see the negative in what we didn't do, but then we don't see the positive in what we're doing and really praise ourselves for that. So I'm going to start doing that. You know, Great. just get in my, I usually put apple cider vinegar okay. in my bottle of water. So why the sea salt? Uh, it just gives us some, some minerals that, that we don't typically, uh, typically get. And it's a great way to, to do that in the morning. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I guess my next question, it would be, um, you, earlier you, you share about your podcast and I talked about your podcast about how you share knowledge and tips and, and strategies for, you know, your listeners, please share with our listeners what your podcast is about. Yeah. So the, uh, the name of the podcast is morning fire for entrepreneurs. I've been doing it. Uh, geez, November will be three years. I've been uh, wow. podcasting and I, I started out, it was morning fire and I did 365 days of single episodes where I was just speaking. And, and that was an amazing journey to find my voice and have the ability to speak. And for all the listeners out there, when I start out, I was awful. But <laughs> that's what happens when you start out. We all have this misconception that we're going to start out and be amazing. I sucked. I went back. I listened to. I didn't have energy. I didn't have my voice. But when you go through that process, yes, you learn, you grow. You cringe when you listen to it, but you take bits and pieces and that's, that's how you get better. So it evolved to, uh, to morning fire for entrepreneurs. We're now Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I still drop a little single episode anywhere from five to 10 minutes, just something for you to think a little bit differently. Yes. And then Wednesdays, I interview influential entrepreneurs about their go-to morning habit or ritual and as well as their, their story, their mm -hmm. entrepreneurial journey. So uh, love it. Love uh, connecting with other folks and, and love just the ability to get, get my message out there. And, and my mission is to just move the needle for, uh, for, for folks out there. I like that. <laughs> I like how you say when you started, you, <laughs> you're horrible. Because <laughs> I just started my podcast um, back in, I think, I think it was May okay. and I still listen to my episodes and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I know that it's going to continue to sound, you know, for me, just not up to par, but I know that as I progress that <laughs> and gain more experience, it will get better. Yeah. I like how you said that because three years is a long time. At any time during that three years, you felt like you just want to stop or that fire just kept going with because, you know, you have a vision and a message to, to give to the world. 
the fire was always there, but the, there are definitely periods where you're like, is this, is this the right <laughs> yes. thing that I want to do? But I, I love the platform and it was great that I transitioned from doing personal episodes only to then yes. starting interviewing other folks. Cause I, I really truly can love connecting with other yes, like-minded yes. individuals, people that are doing amazing things. Yes. And uh, you know, it, that, that keeps me going as well as it allows me to practice the craft of speaking. And yes, so yes. many of us suffer. And I did way back when a fear of public speaking, right? Now yes. I get paid to speak at, at companies and, and give sessions where if you would have said five years ago, I was going to be doing that. I would have said, you're, you're, you're absolutely crazy. So yes. it gives you the ability to practice and, and continue to get better. And, and if you have that mindset of constant growth, daily growth, I'm just going to get better today than I was yesterday that sets you up, uh, sets you up for success. But to, to my point, yes, when you start out the majority of things in your life, you're going to stink. You're going to suck. <laughs> yes. You just have to appreciate that, but that's yeah. part of the journey. And that's uh, true. When, when you can enjoy the journey, enjoy the process, mm-hmm. then, then you're going to be that much more successful. Absolutely. 100% agree. I wanted to talk a little bit about your cold shower, your, your cold ice bath. Oh my gosh. Every morning after my workout, I take a cold bath, a cold shower. I first wash with warm water and then I rinse off with cold water. And, um, I I absolutely love it. But when I first started, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? But you take it to the next level and you do cold cold ice water bath and I remember the first time I fill up my bathtub with cold water and throw some ice in it I'm like I don't know who they who I think I'm not getting in there (laughs) I never got in there why do you do this can you please share with our listeners why you do this so I'm a huge fan of cold showers as well and that's what I typically do but I do mix in you know an ice plunge here and there an ice bath and and it's just again doing something physically mm-hmm. that stretches you mentally. And you, you felt it, Nadine, when you, you filled up your tub with ice, there was the mental challenge, right? There yes. was your mind, mind telling you to stay safe and certain. Yeah. And I've just now triggered myself that when the mind stays safe and certain, that's absolutely the sign that I need to go. You the do the opposite. Time. Yes. Yes. Like so, so in the dead of winter and, you know, Northeast, when it's cold, getting in that cold, it's, it's brutal to get into that cold shower. And I don't do any hot. It's just straight cold. Wow. I take a breath in and I get in there, but I'm telling my mind that I'm in control, not the other way around. And when you continue to, to pound that in to your mind, then your mind's going to be your, your, you know, your, your advocate rather than your, your enemy. So the more we can do those sort of things, the, the mind's going to get in line with you. So obviously there's some health benefits to it, but I love the mental, the yes. mental piece. And it, it's so, yes. uh, so invigorating to, uh, to get in there. And, and so many people have, uh, that I've worked with have adopted it and, and yes. love it as well. They, they hate it initially, but then oh, yes. you know, just this rush of, wow, I accomplished this. Now I can do anything. That's so true. So that, yes. that's, that's amazing, uh, amazing to see. But how often do you do it? I take a cold shower every single day. And the cold water bath, the, the uh, ice that, bath? That's, that's once, couple, every couple months. I, you know, especially in the summer, I, I've okay. got to get a ton of, ton of ice yes, uh, yes. To, to get into it. So uh, it's a mix here and there, but the cold showers are 
consistent. I'm almost up to a, a thousand straight days. That's oh, funny. Wow. We had uh, we had a hot water heater issue in my house in January. And, you know, my sons and wife said, I only can get a minute hot shower. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. My shower's fine because I'm in the <laughs> cold the whole time. But uh, yeah, I, I only cold showers for me. That's amazing. And do you start off with warm or do you go straight to cold? Straight to cold. Wow. That is so impressive. I'm not there yet. Eventually I will. <laughs> there you go. And I love, I love you said yet, right? Because that's yes. just an amazing thing. People that can say when they talk about things and language is so incredibly powerful. And I love speaking to, to people about how they, how they speak and, and the way they speak. Adding yet to when you haven't accomplished something, Mm -hmm. future paces that you're going to accomplish it. So I haven't exercised yet, or I haven't ran 15 miles yet. It yeah. means in the future, you are going to accomplish that rather than I haven't ran 15 miles, right? That kind of feels heavy. True. That yes. feels negative, but yet on the end of anything that you want to accomplish, future paces it, and it can give you that, that positivity. Awesome. Awesome. Many people have goals in life, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, and some of visions and, um, what is, what is your vision for your career? Like I know it, um, it involves reaching a million people. <laughs> so what is your vision? That is the vision, right? 1 million people to, to be touched, reached either from listening to the podcast, getting my book, being in one of my coaching programs, just interacting on, on a call and bringing my energy, enthusiasm and excitement to them. And I have it tracked. Like I, I have a whiteboard. I can see it right here. I've got the number 1 million and a number circled and, you know, an arrow down to 1 million. So it drives, drives my, my daily actions. I would also say legacy is is a key piece to it mm -hmm. and, and i'll go back to to my late mother one of the last very deep conversations we had i i drove her down to a treatment down in in philadelphia and she talked about how she was just scared that her grandkids would not remember her Aww. and she she really wanted you know we talked about legacy and i i i told her that your positivity your message of hope the, the fight mentality you brought to battling over 17 years I'm going to carry that on. I'm going to mm -hmm. pass it down through my children. So when I talk about legacy, it's, it's not only for myself, but it's also fulfilling a promise that, that I made to my mother. And, uh, you know, that, that's really core to, to uh, how I operate on a daily basis. Amazing. She's one of your biggest, why you do certain things. Absolutely. Right. And, and, uh, to your point, I, I know you mentioned it earlier in the, the, the podcast, when we have traumatic events, you can either crawl in the corner, yes, wither in misery, mm -hmm. or you can get up and fight. Now, yes. I wouldn't say I got up and, and fought right away, mm -hmm. but the night my mom passed, the care it was a Sunday, Sunday night, the caretakers got there. Unfortunately, we got the second crew. My parents' bedroom was on the second floor. Gentlemen were in their 70s. I'm the oldest of three in my family. And I watched them kind of prepare my mom in that dreaded black bag. And I saw concern in their face. And they said, I asked them why. And they said, we don't know if we can carry her down the steps. Oh, wow. And I said, I'll do it. I said, let me ask my brother. So I, I guess it was kind of instantaneous that I, I stepped into, yeah. you know, lead and, and kind of take action. Because that night, my brother and I carried my mom down, down the steps in that dreaded black bag. So um, choosing to fight choosing to use it as fuel is, is such an incredible way 
to to live. We we move due to pain or pleasure. Yeah. And so many times it's more pain that we move to um rather than pleasure. So you know, making again back to we've 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 harped on it a lot in this podcast, yes, but you, yes. you have a choice. Yeah. You have the choice to say I'm gonna crawl in a hole or I'm gonna fight like heck for what I want in my mm -hmm. life. And and truly I hope this podcast has woken some people up that they have the ability and, and they have the, the option and the choice to fight for what they, they truly want in their life. That's true. Nobody's coming to save us. You've got it. You've got to save yourself, right? <laughs> yes. And be that beacon of hope, of positivity, of change in your, your world. And people will, will want to be around you and, and you'll yes. be able to lead others. And that's, that's, a, that's an incredibly fulfilling journey. Yes. Thank you so much for being here for your, your amazing, powerful message and just what you're doing right now, changing lives and making this world a better place. Lord knows we can use a lot more people like yourself who are just, who, who means well and have good intentions and want to transform and see the world become a better place and people recognizing their full potential and walking in the fullest expression of who they were created to be. So thank you so, so much. And how can our listeners connect with you? How can they find you? Absolutely. So they could, uh, if they said, hey, listen, I would love to talk to Jeff for 20 minutes, love to get a session where we can go through goals, motivation. You can go out to, uh, to my website, www.themorningfire.com. Scroll down, book a, a uh, complimentary session. That's one way to get a hold of me. If you wanted to listen to the podcast, Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs is out on all major podcast providers. If you want to grab the book, Rise, Fight, Love, Repeat, Ignite Your Morning Fire is out on Amazon in Kindle and paperback. I'm all on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, all, all major social media channels as well. So that's how they can, uh, can reach out. Yes. And tell them the name of your podcast as well. It's Morning Fire for, uh, for Entrepreneurs. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeff. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Universal Grace Podcast and being part of this amazing community. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and I hanging out and helping each other rise to the top. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. So I'll see you on the next episode. But in the meantime, remember to head on over to universalgracepodcast.com and get some extra special resources that you won't find anywhere else. Thanks for listening and let love guide you.